Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to The Buck Stops Here. Why is the show called that? Well, one, Buck Sanitary Service is our sponsor, and they really, truly believe in conversation and that more voices should be involved in our conversations that we have. And um, so tonight we are going to stop the buck here because it really is up to us, the people of Oregon, to make known what it is that we do and don't want done in our state. And our governor has proposed a two-year budget. And in that budget, um, if I was a news person, I'd say she's slashed, but I wouldn't put a term like that in because it sounds like I'm judging. I will say she's cut uh, three correctional facilities um, out of her budget, which means they will close. And uh, these communities would be greatly damaged by that. Um, one of them's in Shutter Creek, which is Coos Bay North Bend. Uh, the other one is in Lakeview. And we had arranged for the Lakeview Chamber of Commerce to be on tonight, but then something happened and they couldn't make it to this show. We've had Jessica on before as well. And they've talked about how devastating that would be for their community in terms of family wage jobs. Um, we're gonna, in a minute, we're going to have uh, somebody from Shutter Creek. We're also going to have the newly elected representative for Coos Bay North Bend, Boomer Wright. He will be here to talk with us. Um, but first, we're going to start the show off where the rubber hits the road. And that is, so, so here's the thing, guys. This is why I love my job. Because I had a show set up for about a week with these other gentlemen and, and Jessica. And then yesterday, I get a text from a young, I, I'm going to call you a young man, Jeremy, that'll make you smile, <laughs> from a guy who says, Rick, the governor cannot shut these places down. I'm a graduate of Shutter Creek. I have a ton of friends who are graduates of Shutter Creek, and I need to talk with you. And I'm like, well, guess what? It just so happens that I have a show tomorrow night, and you're now on it. So I covered up your name by accident because I like to have people come on here. But this is Jeremy Mills. And Jeremy, say hi, say hi to our people. Hey, everybody. How are you all doing? So talk to me about when you wrote me, why did you write me? What were you, what was the, what was the, the fear? Well, so, you know, for me, I'm one of those really, I, I'm, I get passionate about stuff I believe in. And um, that prison literally saved my life. I was broke, destitute. Uh, homeless on the streets, ready to just cash in my chips. And um, when I got arrested and sent off to prison by the grace of God, the judge decided to let me have programming. And when I say programming, I mean I was able to go to an institution that allowed, um, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, of classes and opportunity to get your mind right. And if you chose to uh, go to those classes and, and open up your, your horizons, you, you would succeed. And I am a, uh, 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 I fully believe that I'm, I'm, a, you know, if it wasn't for those classes and, and the things that I learned there, I wouldn't be who I am today. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I feel I'm pretty successful in what I do. I have an amazing career. Um, and uh, that yeah. facility gave me those tools. And you said to me on the, on the text that you have tons of friends. I mean, that, that are yes. in the same, that you, and, and these are still friends. In fact, you are in Coos Bay tonight. Yes. You're getting one of your friends from Shutter Creek who also he's, graduated. He's cooking he's got, dinner as we speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so tomorrow is my, my 45th birthday. Happy birthday. 
and um, and I'm out here in Coos Bay. I live in Springfield, Oregon. I work in Eugene, Oregon, and I'm I chose to be out here on my birthday, celebrating my 45th birthday with my friend who I met in prison. He's going to culinary school. Um, he is bettering his life. I'm standing in front of his beautiful home that he just uh, achieved with his wife and his kids. You know, it, it's just proof that if you if you if you go down a bad path, you can get back on the right track. And we are uh, proof of that. And, and that prison is reasoning for that proof. And you were I mean, you were adamant saying she cannot shut this no. place down. You know, you can't shut down a place that gives, fel you know, felons like me, I call it recovered felon. I don't know if that's a, a term, but it is now, I guess. Um, you know, you, you, to shut down a place like that, that gives you an opportunity to to better your life. You know, this isn't an OSP. It's not a, 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 a place that, um, you know, makes you feel like you're worthless this place I, i'll give you an example when i got there and i got off the bus to that place i could see the ocean i could see deer walking around the the co's weren't pushing me around or or, or referring to me as a as a number they were calling me by my name they called uh, uh castaldo who you're going to interview in a little while he calls all the inmates sir or, or, or Mr. Mills, you know, and, and that's a, when you come from a, a background where you just are kind of a, you know, you kind of did some low life stuff and you're treated as such in that place, they give you the respect that you earned, you know? Um, so, so you became Jeremy Mills, the guy and, and yeah. treated with respect and you still, you still are in contact with some of the officers and some of the yes. people that were there. Yes. And, and that's the other beautiful thing, you know, I walked out of there with um i have pastors in my support group i have um a couple of dear friends who we did time together as my i have uh, oh castaldo is in my support group i have um access to uh you know a lot of people that will will help me out should i need it and i will do the same for them you know one of the guys that uh did the celebrate recovery uh, in the prison, he's on his way over here as soon as he gets done with work so we can all eat dinner together. You know, we, we, uh, this place, you know, and that's just the classes I'm not talking. I've yet even touched the, the, the graze the surface on the, the fire crews that go out of there and help for weeks on end to save lives, to save homes. When the blue river fires happened, those guys from Shutter Creek were there camping in a hovel, for I think they were out there for three weeks. Wow. You know, that's not even spoken about. And they do it for literally fractions of pennies on the dollar. Okay, this is Mike Castaldo. And Mike, tell him who you are. I'm Sergeant Castaldo. I work up at Shirt Creek. I'm the union AFSCME president up there for local. And Mr. Mills was one of my guys for a few, a little bit of time. And uh, we still talk and we still communicate to this day. So just goes to you, show you the respect that we have for each other. Garrett Kirsch is asking, where do they plan to take the inmates? That's a good question. It's a question that they haven't answered yet. Um, they're going to disperse them throughout the valley, I'm sure. Um, but right now, 
COVID is rampant. I think we're one of the only two institutions that don't have COVID right now. So, so, <laughs> so tell me this, what does that do to Coos Bay North Bend? Because there's a ton of supplies and, uh-oh, we, we lost Jeremy. Um, a ton of supplies. You got your your jobs are family wage jobs. They're they're good paying jobs. Talk to me about that. So, you know, roughly the revenue that we put back in this community of Coos Bay and the Coos County area is is roughly six million dollars. What? Um, those funds, yeah, and that's just us. That doesn't include the spouses. Uh, we have nurses that are related, you know, to. The, they have spouses up there that work, uh, teachers, uh, law enforcement, construction, loggers, fishermen. Those jobs are going to go with them when we get shut down. So our kids are going to get pulled out of school. And all those other jobs, that ripple effect will just continue for years. I mean, Rick, you know yourself how the logging industry suffered, what, 40 years ago. And it's still being felt today, as well as the fishing industry. So... I don't know if you can talk to me about this, but if you can't, I can bring, I'll bring Boomer on for a second too here. Um, t talk to me about Lakeside because Lakeside is a little community and don't they get all their, you get your water from, it's, it's a huge push on the yeah, budget. So is Lakeside is, yeah. So they roughly get 200, I think it's $16,000 a year, which, you know, Lakeside is a very small little town. Um, they do our water treatment and sewer facilities. So our water comes from them. And then the state reimburses them for that service. Well, when Shutter Creek gets shut down, that revenue will be cut off from Lakeside. And if you you know the size of Lakeside, it's it's a very right. small. And two hundred thousand dollars out of their budget is a lot of money. That's that's their revenue. I mean, that's a huge part of their revenue for the year. So let's bring on Boomer Wright. This is Boomer Wright, the newly hey, elected representative for the district that represents this. So Boomer, um, what, what's, tell us, this has got to be very concerning. You're coming into the legislature January the 20th um, or somewhere around there and uh, show, oh, show us the budget. You got this in the mail from uh, Governor Brown's office. So I want people to see the budget that they get. So that's what Boomer does in his spare time. He reads that. Yeah. It's a big book. <laughs> So the, the reality is, this is what Governor Brown asked for. She's going to get maybe about 50 percent, but she's been threatening to close these institutions, at least the Shutter Creek and the one in Lakeview. Um, in the last budget, about a year ago, we did this and it got right. put on hold. We all knew it was coming back. What's different now, Boomer? Well, <coughs> excuse me. I the state has is getting less revenue because obviously businesses are aren't open. Uh, they they were forced closure, so she figures she has to cut someplace. Uh, unfortunately, if 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 we go back just a little bit and 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 I preview this little booklet that I have, which is entitled Oregon for All, except Shutter Creek and Lakeview and Mills Creek, of course, uh, creating a place where everyone can live. <clears throat> and here's 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 the the concept behind it. In 2013, they passed a House Bill 3194, which reduced sentences for a discrete set of offenses while investigating community corrections and justice reinvestment grants. 
Then in 2015, they passed House Bill 3503, which established the Family Sensing Alternative Plot Program, which essentially for nonviolent uh, adults who had children, they could get some training and stay with their children. And then in 19, it was Senate Bill 2008, which talked about the juveniles and not putting the juveniles necessarily in, into the system, uh, correctional system. And then, of course, we had the Measure 110, which was making Oregon the first state and nation to discriminate possession of small or user amounts of drugs and targeting investment toward the network of statewide recovery centers. So <clears throat> basically what happened is she preempted uh, what, what she wanted to do. She wanted to cut down on prisons and correctional facilities. So over the years, this, the legislature passed these bills. So basically uh, what she says is that we don't need them because we have reduced numbers in the penal system. Now, I, I don't know, uh, Mike may have more information on that about the numbers, but, but I, again, I'd be interested in looking at the numbers and seeing, are, are those actually reduced or are we just causing more problems instead of having, having uh, uh, those people who may be picked up for minor type felonies like Jeremy and then he was able to uh, learn a, a, a valuable uh, asset for him and his life and, and moving on with a profession? Or, or are we just finding these people and then sitting about in the computer and say, don't do it again, slap their hands? Mike, so, Mike, let me ask you this, because isn't this really the Shutter Creek and the three that are talked about? I know Shutter Creek for sure and Lake Creek. <clears throat> these are minimum security. This is like this is like right. what we this is what we want. This isn't the big, ugly, horrible place that I went, not as a, a client, but as a news reporter in Salem, where we put the real hardcore people. These are, this is what we want is to be rehabilitating people and giving Jeremy and his other folks. Go ahead. Right, right. These minimum institutions are made to be able to rehabilitate, be able to uh, take classes, to be able to get ready to be re-released back into society. It is so hard. And you can ask Jeremy to try and do that in a medium facility. Because in a medium facility, they don't have your, and Jeremy's right, you're just a number. You're there as a warehouse. We're a warehouse. Those medium facilities are warehouses for people. They don't get the interaction nor the programming that they deserve or want or need as they do in a minimum. And that's what we do at these minimums. We have the forestry programs. We have all the, we have 45 different contracts through Shutter Creek, the most in the whole state. Private contracts that we as, as employees and our AICs go out in the community and do work with CFPA, DFPA, uh, the city of Coos Bay, the city of Lakeside, the city of North Bend, all the school districts. We are contracted to do work for them. 45 different contracts that we have outstanding right now. And so, that provides these guys uh, work experience and, and, and things like that. And your training, like, because remember last time, Mike, and if you can correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you guys have a program where the inmates actually train dogs for PTSD for yes. veterans and people like that? That's Yeah, yeah joys of assistance living um, dogs. Uh, and yes, yeah, for veterans and <clears throat> For that suffer from PS, PTSD, um, our guys train those dogs, um, and that's just that's just one of the many programs that we have. 
so Sergeant, Sergeant's being very uh, humble right now, too. He hasn't told you about him sitting in camp for weeks on end with a mm -hmm. bunch of, as we call them, inmates, you know, fighting fires. That Blue River fire was nothing to laugh yeah, about. Well. It was right in my backyard. And it hit home for me when a place that I had just gotten released from sent men to go save my, my apartment, to go save my house, my things, the things that I worked for. And I was messaging Mike. I can call him Mike now. I'm, I'm, I'm able yeah. to. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I was messaging Mike. I said, are you out there right now? And he said, yeah, I am. I said, can I bring you anything? Can I get you guys pizzas? Something. You know, no, I, I don't need that. We're good. And that's that's the that means so much. You know, so Jeremy, let me ask you this. Do I, as a member of this community, want Jeremy Mills coming from a meeting of security prison back to my neighborhood? Or do I want Jeremy Mills coming from the Shutter Creek facility coming back to my neighborhood? That's a great question. I'll give you that answer in, in, in this way. I've done this since I was 14 years old. What do you mean done this? I, well, not that I've been in institutions. I've been in rehab facilities. I've been in trouble since I was 14 years old. Wow. And when I got in prison this last time and was given the opportunity to go to Shutter Creek and, and, and be embraced by all the programming that they offer there, it, it something in me clicked something in me changed and when i got out i was very respectful of people i was very um uh simplicity was put, put in my life you see what i'm saying it was i was able to um respect the things that i had earned and and that that right there is what means the, the most to me so jeremy let me ask you this what do you like about yourself the best now my attitude hands down my attitude i can i am able to uh see the the upside in everything and thank god because 2020 has been a, a real fun one but you know <laughs> this has yeah. been your ultimate test huh well join the club. we're all in there yeah we're all going to be ex-felons of or ex-inmates of the year 2020 oh man yeah worst prison sentence ever <laughs> So, Boomer, let's get the rubber where the road hits. I know you're new to this game and you're like the new representative there. But what do people do in order to I mean, it's always easy to just say, you know, do this or that. But uh, give people some some actual points of action that we can take um, if we feel this is important. Now, if there's people out there that think these places should shut down, then you by you should be doing the same thing. You should make your wishes known. But what should those of us who are highly concerned about this, what should we do? Well, let me make a comment about uh, Lakeside, too. You, you remember ballot measure 13, I'm sure we all do, which kept our, our property taxes down but gave the money to the state to bring back to educational purposes. However, there were some small towns like Lakeside who didn't have a tax base. And so they don't have one now and can't have one unless it's a new vote. So they lose that 18,000 or 16,000 a month that they get from Shutter Creek to, to produce those facilities. I don't know what they're going to do. So that's, that's another factor. Now, what can we do? <clears throat> well, I look back to timber unity and what the kinds of things they did. They took 
what, 800, 900,000 trucks and went up to Portland or went up to Salem and drove around. And uh, I'll tell you a little story. I was in the rotunda at the time and it was loud. I mean, the horn honking and Jake breaks. And I mean, it was amazing. And these two suits were in front of me. And one of them looked at the other and said, hey, we better listen to these people. I think they're serious. Well, yeah, yeah, we that's one way to do it. And maybe that's another thing as far as protests that need to, to we need to do. Uh, this week, uh, various senators and representatives are going to be assigned committees. We need to make sure that the governor and the tri-chairs of the Ways and Means Committee get inundated with phone calls, emails, letters, whatever we can do to get their attention. And that needs to happen daily. That does not, not just not just once a week, but daily. Just send one of those every day to those people. Now, they haven't been assigned yet, but as soon as they're assigned, that'll be public knowledge on the government website. And then we need to do that. We need to jump on that. And as you said, Rick, usually only 50% of what happens with the budget uh, for the governor gets approved. So the Ways and Means Committee is going to be real important to us as far as funding this. And I was going to go back and, and and read you basically what the governor said concerning uh, downsizing the correctional facility. She said this, for the past three years, the Department of Corrections has faced an ongoing funding crisis due to the rising cost of medical care for aging adults in custody and the department's ongoing facilities costs. At the same time, the number of adults in custody continues to decline in Oregon because of the previous and ongoing reforms. The governor's budget puts the department budget back on a sustainable path. Well, <clears throat> it's kind of like closing restaurants so that the, you don't get COVID supposedly numbers going up. Well, if, if you don't have correctional facilities that help people like Jeremy, you have a problem. And, and as the governor, I know, really appreciates education and her $9.1 billion into public education. This is education, too. This right, is important right. education to people like Jeremy and, and the, the ones in the correctional facilities who are just people who are looking for some direction in their life. And we cannot take that away from them. Okay, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Because, Jeremy, I bet... A lot of the skills that you learned at Shutter Creek, you did not learn in school because you didn't no. connect. You didn't. No. You, were, you were one of those kids like so many that you did. And I'm not blaming education. I'm just saying. But we we as a community, Jeremy, we were so freaking lucky that you screwed up and you ended up at Shutter Creek. So you got a second chance <laughs> to learn the skills that you needed to learn. But we I can't we can't take that away from you. And I've got tons of friends. Um, cause I, I, I love people that, that live, really live <laughs> and, uh, that have graduated from the same place. Cause you know what you, you got big hearts and you just didn't get to get to express that. And, um, I am so glad you wrote me, dude. You're awesome. Hey, you are too. You, you know, and I just, I went from being a pretty, uh, untrustworthy guy. Okay. You know, to, you know. I, I help manage a car lot. I help run a business. Um, I call Mike Castaldo my friend. You know, that 
that right there's the testament you know i mean usually when these guys and i'm not trying to stare i am trying to stereotype right now so excuse me for putting some felons in a ba- in a basket but nine times out of ten when we get released it's hey homie give me your sid number i'll put money on your books when you get out we'll figure out how we can hook up you want to know who i took with me Ooh. that man right there mr castaldo and he said wait till you're off parole get a hold of me and i will be your friend and here we are and, and here we are and, and, and here and, we are and jeremy what does that say to you what does that mean to you that change does happen to those that you know it, it, things i don't care how low you feel your life is you can make it better and with the help of facilities such as shutter creek you can get back on your feet. Yeah, you might be behind bars, but I'm sorry. Looking at the ocean while you're doing time is not a hard way to go. You know, being able to go out and 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 and, and chop down trees, go to a hospice and help uh, the older people in the community, learning a new skill. You know, one of my other friends that's in Eugene, he wasn't able to. I couldn't get a hold of him to get on this program. Um, he uh, was on the fire crew. And he ended up getting a roofing job through a connection through Shutter Creek, through the fire crew. He's making 60 grand a year. Okay. There is a lot of things that, that, that come out of these, these uh, minimum custody type facilities, you know? So Mike, talk, tell me what you're thinking. I want to know more about what you're thinking. Well, I, I just want to touch back on Jeremy's uh, comment about the fires. I mean, uh, well, I called he called me or I called him one of the one of the two. And we were at the Holiday Farm fire for a couple weeks, and we were talking about. I mean, we hadn't seen the sun for I think it was twelve days. Hmm. We didn't see the sun. It, that's how smoky it was. I'm sure everybody remembers. Um, yeah. And then we had the fire down here in Bandon. Um, that was a huge fire. That's the largest fire I've ever seen down here on the coast. And our fire crews digging were digging those lines. They helped put that fire out. Matter of fact, we had five fires down here this year. Um, one right outside of 101 they put out in Lakeside, the one in Bandon. I mean, without we're a first responder crew. Without those crews, CFPA can't afford to, to pay the average citizen. So they, they go to Shutter Creek to get these forestry workers out there and put these fires out. And and Douglas County relies on us as well. I mean, we're out, we went out uh, for weeks, 100 days this year, we were out. And those guys, and like Jeremy says, they work hard and they don't get paid like the private citizen gets paid. They get paid very nominal fee, but they work their butts off. Okay, I'm gonna read a comment. It's really big, so it's gonna cover some of your faces. <clears throat> I try not to do that too often. But does anyone notice that many of the governor's budget cuts are hurting rural Oregon and not metropolitan areas? These prison closures are devastating to small communities that already have economic challenges. Where is the Oregon for all Oregonians? Rural Oregonians are a minority group that should be supported by the governor and the legislature. These prison closures don't even make sense. What can be done? Nancy, thank you for kind of summing that whole thing up in a sentence. Well said. So, um, 
there's so much more we could say, but I want two things. Boomer, once once those committees are made, would you go back on this page? I know you're not, you know, you, I don't know how smart you are with Facebook, and I'm not saying you're dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, um, but if you could go back and put the name or the, how people get a hold of them in the comment section, even in three days, it'll go to everybody on this page that will then see it and they can know how to get to that. I'll be and, happy to do that. Um, the other thing is, um, as long as we got you here, um, so what are you going to do to go to bat for rural Oregon when you take office in January? Well, one of the things that, that obviously I can do is, is to make sure I stand up and make sure the voice of the coast in rural Oregon is heard. And, and not once, but every time I stand up. And, and the key is just standing up and keeping, keep, keep doing it. It's called perseverance, you know, and you got to have a little courage to stand up and yeah, you're going to get beat up. That's that we all know that. Uh, but but just like Jeremy, if, if you keep at it, if you keep at it, you have a goal in mind. Then that's what we need to do. And so if you know, there's sixty thousand people in in my district along the coast from from Coos Bay all the way up to uh, Yahats. If sixty thousand people decide that they're going to stand up, they can make a difference. Right. If eighty-two restaurants in in Coos Bay and North Bend will stand up. It will make a difference. And, and it's time. I, I think our, our governors had a chance to uh, tell us what we need to do, that, that, that let us do it. We're not sheep. We're, we're not idiots. We know what we need to do. Just, just tell us what we need to do and get the hell out of our way. <laughs> Boomer, you're going to be in trouble when you get to Salem. <laughs> Can I, can I recommend someone who would be your good friend? See, go find Senator Betsy Johnson. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't had that pleasure yet, but oh I've intended to call her, but I haven't yet. You I'm going to print the bumper stickers now. Get the hell out of our way. <laughs> I love it. All right, Boomer, thank you. I'm going to pull you off and talk to these guys for just a second. Okay, thanks, buddy. Um, so, Mike, dude, thank, yeah. you. thank you so much. Um for doing what you do for all those people um, and all the guys and women who work with you too, that do the same thing every day for the Shutter Creek staff in there and Lakeview, your staff and Mill Creek, your staff um, that you're doing this, um, that you're affecting people like Jeremy in my community. Um, that is an amazing right. thing. And we all should thank you for that. And I know that, you know, you're, yeah, I, 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 it's gotta be sometimes a thankless job. And I understand that. It is. It is. But, you know, we try. I mean, we really try to rehabilitate and, and give these guys something to look forward to and, and something to, to work for. And the effect, I just can't express the effect that this is going to have the longstanding effect years and years to come. When we if we have to transfer to another facility, we're going to use our union right and bump another lower staff member out of a job. So it's not just going to be here in Coos County. It's going to be in Multnomah County or Washington County or, or, or wherever the prison we're going to. So it's not just going to affect here. That 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 effect will be everywhere we go, and it will just keep going and keep going and keep going. You make a really There's good no point because because you have a program that's working and doing a good job. Now you're going to disrupt because if Shutter Creek shuts and Mill and, 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 and Lakeview, especially also, all those people right. are going to be out of a job. So they might transfer to Portland or bigger cities, but then people in those bigger cities are going to get bumped out of jobs. So you're not exactly. only going to devastate exactly. 
small communities, but you're going to devastate other families that aren't even waiting for this to be expected. And it's other a program working. Yeah, the program is working. We have, I have guys up there that have, I have a guy, an uh, officer up there works for me. Uh, he's got 16 kids. 16 kids. Can you imagine having to move to Portland? I mean, the, just the expense incurred. Uh, another guy up there he has 11 kids. I mean, I only have one. So for me, it, I mean, it's a pain in the butt, but I can do it. Right. But, but for you, them, don't you don't want to live in Portland. No, <laughs> no I don't. I, I choose Coos County. I love Coos County. That's why I'm, I'm here. Been here for 20 years. I love it here. And that's why we live where we live. We like this rural community. We like living here. Um, and that's why we chose this county. And that's why we spend our money here. We buy our homes. Uh, our kids go to schools here. Uh, we buy our cars here. Um, we go to, you know, the restaurants here. I mean, this is our livelihood. And just to, it, it, it just feels like we're not being listened to. Um, Mike, so thank you. So write your Congress, your yeah, legislatures, you guys, your, your governor. I'm going to remind them again. <laughs> All right, Mike, thank you. I'm going to talk to Jeremy just for a second here. All right, I'm going right, to hang thank up. You. I'm going to pull you up. So, Jeremy. Yes, sir. So, this is kind of sort of unrelated, but kind of related. So, can you tell me, how did that feel for you just now to have a voice? It's it's good. You know, I it's one of those, you know, and I, I'm kind of a I used to be a bit of a mouth, a loud mouth, a braggart. You know what I mean? So I try to stay humble and I try to keep it simple. But at the same time, let's here real quick. That's Hoss, by the way. He's out there, there making me dinner. You know, and he's my best friend. And we, we did our time and, and he's, you know, he's a graduated in college. What? Yeah, I graduated in college. Really? My, my first degree. Working on my second. What's your first degree in? Um, I'm going to be a chef, executive chef when I'm done. Oh, my God. Okay, so we need to have a party once that happens. Yes. Yeah, dude. I'm just making him a feast right now. That's why I'm up here getting my birthday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're a smart man. Yeah, no, this is – I mean, we met in there, and we both uh, just decided we wanted to be better, and we do, and we do better. And, yeah. and that's that's just – And I got a ministry. I'm working with a ministry. It's called Loving Our Community, LOC, through my church. And we go around feeding homeless and speaking the word to the people that are lost, trying to get them saved. So. Well, you guys are awesome. Yeah. So it's Hoss. 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 That's Hoss. Yeah. You got to do this, man. When you go Hoss, you got to have some. I mean, that's like a that's a tough name, you know. You yeah. like, Hoss. I think I think you're kind of badass, man. <laughs> He's my buddy. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Thank you. Hey, thank you. You're welcome, my man. I appreciate right. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you came on. You made me. You made, yep. you made my night. I'm glad we met. All right. I'll see you. When you come I'm back here. to town, let's go have coffee sometime. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. You know how to get a hold of me. You got my I'm mail. All will. right. All right, you guys. So, how's that? That's what we do. You want to get real? That's real. So, I want to remind everyone in the audience that you are the state of Oregon. Okay. We are Oregon. The legislature and the governor work for us. We're their boss. 
It's time for us to act like that. We need to act like we're the boss. And when we hear something like this is happening, if you agree with the governor, by all means, you should make your voice known. But if you disagree with what you just heard today, you cannot sit back and feel bad because to be involved in a community is an action word. That means you have to do something. We have to get off our ass, off the seats in the auditorium and down onto the arena floor where the action happens. So that means when those names come out on that Ways and Means Committee, you need to write them, each one of them. And you need to be kind. You don't need to be nasty and say, oh, that stupid guy. No, that doesn't work. You don't respond to that. They don't either. So you write a kind letter, but a firm letter. Kindness is not a puss. Kindness is firm. So you be firm and kind and you say what it is that you want done and why. And you give reasons. I just heard a young man named Jeremy Mills say this, this, this and this. I don't want families to be displaced, blah, blah. You make points like that and then you send those letters and you can write one letter and send it to all the different committee people. You don't have to go overboard. This isn't like a big you know, project you have to do. And then write the governor's office. And I know people say it doesn't do any good, but I think it's time for people to start using their voices in Oregon, for us to start saying, um, and whatever that issue be, um, from this to anything else is, um, no, this is what you're going to do because this is what we want done. Um, so we're trying to show you things going on in the state that the rest of the media is not necessarily talking about. So tomorrow night, we're going to have members of the uh, state chamber of commerce. I think it's the main street program, but they represent chambers of commerce as all over Oregon. Um, their director wrote a very direct letter to the governor asking some very direct questions about restaurants and small businesses being closed. And they're going to come on the show tomorrow and talk about that to give you another perspective that you can go home with because um, we need to be educated and informed if we're going to do this. Uh, Nancy says, please post those. Uh, Boomer will post those names for us and get those to us. And um, and Boomer, if you can't, just email them to me and I will go back and stick them on there. That way it's easier for you and I don't need you having to do my work. Shit, what did she do and I miss? <laughs> Jamie, you know what, Jamie? When you come in late, you have to go all the way back to the beginning and watch from the beginning. I am not going to give you a Reader's Digest condensed version. You show up on time or you suffer. <laughs> oh, if you could get phone numbers too, Boomer, that would be great. Somebody's just asking for phone numbers. Write and read the letter online, Facebook video, and share it to other people. All right. So you guys, again, I want to thank my sponsor, Buck Sanitary Service. The buck stops here. We cannot do these shows without our sponsors. So I understand the next time you have to go to the bathroom and you look up and it's not a buck, so you're probably going to go in and go anyway because you got to go. But... If you're having a party, you work for a city, you work for a uh, corrections facility and you're going to have somebody, you need toilets or showers. They have the, they had the showers up there that the guys and women were showering up in Blue River. Um, if you need that kind of service, please look at them first because and then mention us because that's how we do business. We sponsor the who sponsors us. We take care of them and they take care of us. And that's how this works. You don't get this information without people like Scott and Lisa Weld helping us out. Okay, that's my pitch. I know you get bored with me when I do that. And thank you, Bucks. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so anyway, um, now let, let, the, let the other people come on and make their comments. I'm gone. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you guys later. Again, Mike, Boomer, Jeremy, thank you so much for your help. And the buck stops.